You are listening to Bold Leadership, Episode 71, The Five Behaviors of a Cohesive Team. Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire, Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. Welcome to today's episode of Bold Leadership. Today we're going to talk about the five behaviors of a cohesive team. So everyone knows trust is the foundation of any great team. If you want to build a successful team, you must create an environment of trust. You must be vulnerable and willing to listen, and you must eliminate behaviors that force a lack of trust in the organization. If you don't trust your teammates or your leadership, you are destined to fail. Today, we are going to discuss the five behaviors of a cohesive team and give you some tips on how to build a stronger organization. So, Phil, here's the question. The five behaviors of a cohesive team include what? Well, you gave me one of them, so I only got to I only got to get four more right. Trust, obviously, is the cornerstone of of any great and successful organization. Conflict, conflict resolution, commitment, um, accountability, and results. Obviously, if you're not getting results, we're not going to be around to have a good culture. So you've got to get good results. Phil, you are a genius. I don't know how well, you thanks. got you those. Well, you typed so them up quickly. and sent them to me, so I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, the goal is to make you look really smart because you are. So. So let's talk about trust and what trust really means in an organization, yeah. because, you know, that is the foundation of a cohesive team. If you don't have trust, the, the rest of this stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we get to see this a lot, Dave, with some of our clients and, um, you know, trust is the cornerstone and trust can be won and lost on the smallest thing. Matter of fact, most times it is won and lost on the little things. Um, you know, we've seen organizations that didn't trust someone. And when you really dig down and you talk to them about it, it's about some unresolved issue that happened eight years ago, you know, or, I mean, it's not really anything that's current, but it's still sitting there, which obviously goes into one of the next behaviors, you know, conflict, but, um, you know, you gotta have good trust and, and trust begins with being honest. You know, you need to be honest with your, with your employees, with your coworkers, with your peers, with your clients with your prospective clients with your vendors i mean you've got to be honest with them um and and tell the truth you know and and part of the telling the truth sometimes is painful because sometimes you have to admit that that you're failing in a certain area or that something isn't working as well as you'd like it to and that's not easy to do i mean nobody wants to wave their hand and say everybody look at me by the way i can't i haven't been able to get this done yet you know, and this is why I'm, I'm struggling here, 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 but you've got to be honest about it. And I think the, the, again, we, we talk all the time about being, um, you know, being just brutally honest in conversations and it, and it, it's not always easy 
but that's where trust is really built is when you, you know, that somebody's intentions are always pure and they're, they're wanting the best outcome possible. Um, you know, even if it's not necessarily the news you want to hear, if you know, it's, it's honest and it's, and it came from a place of concern and, you know, you can live with that and you can work with that. So, um, you know, to me, trust is, trust is won and lost by doing the little things right every day. Well, Phil, you couldn't have said it any better. You hit the high points of trust, be vulnerable, own your mistakes, admit your fears. And if you can't do those things, you can't have trust on an emotional level with people. No. No, and can't. and you can't you can't if you can't be completely open with people about what's going on and you're trying to hide something nobody else is going to trust you. So nobody. <laughs> so I think I mean you just nailed the whole foundation of a great organization and it, and it comes with being honest and open. So here's the next question: Is conflict within an organization a good thing? Yes. Um, uh, now I will tell you this: It's only a good thing if it's dealt with appropriately and you utilize it to become better. Um, conflict, a lot of times, is the the um, the starting fluid to building trust. You know, a lot of times uh, there's maybe there's a disagreement about something, and two people through that conflict um, they get to interact with that individual. Maybe they're having the conflict with or the, the disagreement with or or, you know, they just, they, or they just disagree with how to approach something in a business setting or a personal setting. And through that conversation, trying to deal with that conflict, trust is built many times. Um, so conflict can be a wonderful thing because a lot of times it flushes out improvement. It flushes out, um, you know, different things um, that you probably want to address, but you just haven't up to that point because you, you didn't know about it or um, the, the, the opportunity hadn't presented itself yet to, to, to talk about it. You know, you can't be afraid to engage in passionate dialogue. You can't in an organization, right. but you also can't take it personally. When you have that discussion, you've got to remember conflict is not personal necessarily. And don't ever make it personal, make it about the issue, discuss what the challenge is and don't hesitate to disagree with the challenge, but don't be confrontational about it. You know, ask questions to find the best answers and resolve it as a team and find the best way to move forward as a team. That's what productive conflict is about, laying it on the table, addressing the issues, and finding positive, impactful solutions. To This is probably one of the trickiest things you, you deal with in an organization is different things mean different. They mean different. Different people have different thoughts or different ideas of what success looks like, for example, or what. Um, completing a task looks like and how about how to go about it. And it all ties back to um, bringing disc back into this conversation. It all ties back into many times the personality will dictate how they feel about things too. Um, but if you're not, if you're not in sync on what the outcome, what a goal is for a company, um, you know, everybody's going to go down these rabbit trail paths thinking that this is most important. Um, and you're never going to get the results um, that you want. You know, a big part of of commitment is accountability, and a big part of accountability is commitment. I mean, they go hand in hand. Um, so, yeah, it definitely affects it. I mean, we've seen in many of our clients, you know, they have. Uh, and and the, now, the good news about this, with at least in our real world examples that we've experienced um, with many of our consulting clients, coaching clients, 
um, or just organizations that we that we run for for ownership groups is the you know this great communication comes out of these types of things where you have a chance to hit pause and, and many times reset the button and say okay let's let's bring this all together here and because it's important just because we wake up every day as a leadership team thinking about something or thinking about a goal doesn't mean that everybody that's on your team fully understands why that's important or that that that's even the goal sometimes you know sometimes we make assumptions and we don't verbalize those assumptions and it really creates a lot of confusion within the organization so very important that teams are committed to the goals for a company uh, and they understand what those are and that they also understand the path that the company is going to take to get the results they need I think there's an important point to add about commitment. You've got to, if you're a leader, you've got to have buy-in from your team. And that's where the conflict yeah. stage steps into commitment. You go through the conflict, get buy-in for the decision and get the team committed as it's a joint decision by the team. And everybody agrees with what we're doing next. Um, that's how you really develop a strong, committed workforce to grow your company and reach the company goals. Right. No so, question about it. So you mentioned the, the next one already, accountability. Yep. Um, so the question for you, Phil, is do you hold yourself and teammates accountable? And what is the impact when you do that? Well, you have to. Uh, and you got to you got to start with yourself, whether you're a day one employee or the founder of the organization. You got to hold yourself accountable first. Um, you know, it, it, it's easy to hold everybody else accountable, right? It's not so easy to start with yourself. And it could be little simple things. You and I are both early risers. You know, we both, because of our similarities and how we were raised and our backgrounds uh, in the military, you know, it's, we, we were taught a lot of the same stuff. You know, when you get up and you work until it's done, there is no stop time. You stop when it's done. Um, when you've reached your goal, that's when it's, that's when you, that's when you're done. And so, you know, everybody, everybody in their, their life experience hasn't necessarily, that's not how they've approached things. So, you have to be able to hold each other accountable and accountability. Also a big part of accountability is, is honesty, you know, raising your hand if you don't understand something um, and also being honest in, in what's possible for you to do. You know, a lot of times leaders of organizations will say, I want you to do this, 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 and this. And, and in their minds, they're not trying to, to just vary you with, with work stuff they may have forgotten that you're already working on three other projects that require a lot of your time. And if you don't have the, the, uh, if you don't, if you don't have the confidence that you can speak up and say, wait a second, raise your hand and say, you know, I'm more than willing to take those on. We, I just want to remind everybody, we've also got deadlines on this, this, and this that I'm quarterbacking or that I'm in charge of, or that I'm an active part of and, and just have honest dialogue and conversation, you know, so you can flush things out. Then when accountability is brought in and when, you know, maybe there's a deadline on something and you don't have your part done, um, you know, you flushed out all the, uh, all the stuff, you know, everybody's aware of what else is going on. So um, I think accountability, you know, you gotta be honest with what you can really accommodate and what you can handle. Um, uh, if you don't have accountability, things have a tendency to not get done. Um, you know, you and I deal with this in our own businesses, Dave. I mean, there's, and with each other, you know, I mean, we know that if we sit down and we make time and, and we make it a priority, it always gets done. If we don't, and if there's no accountability from ourselves to ourselves, 
um, and to one another, then it doesn't happen. And that's, you know, that's, it's, it's human nature. It's just being a human being one-on-one, right? I mean, it's it, whatever, whatever people are talking about, whatever people are measuring, whatever people are holding themselves or somebody else accountable to has a tendency to get done when those things are happening. Well, you nailed that completely. I mean, I, I can't say it any better. So the next thing is results. Yeah. If you have trust, you engage in productive conflict, you're committed to the goals, you're accountable, you know, the end result is results, right? Correct. I mean, every time. I mean, I, you know, the, there's other little subcategories under there that fall under those. You know, um, we talk about being honest and being sincere and working hard and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, and that's the good stuff, right? I mean, it's, that's the stuff that makes you feel fulfilled when you go home in the evenings. That's the stuff that when you go on vacation, you don't feel guilty because you're on vacation because, you know, you've earned that time off. I mean, you don't have to feel guilty. You're, you're doing a great job. I mean, or, you know, it's, it's just, a. I mean, getting results solves 99% of the problems that arise in businesses every day. I mean, I'll stop short of saying a hundred percent because that's, I mean, there's human beings involved, but, but, you know, getting results, um, it's the lifeblood of every organization. You can have, as we've talked about, Dave, you can have the greatest strategy, the greatest plan, the greatest service or product, but if you don't execute on it, if you don't get results, it doesn't matter. And it's a shame because there's a lot of great things out there that we don't even know about because somebody wasn't able to get results you know, taking it to market or uh, getting it through research and development or whatever, you know, operationals teams maybe failed on something. So it didn't, it wasn't successful. It doesn't mean because someone is successful, doesn't mean it wasn't the right idea. A lot of times it's just poor execution, you know, so you just, you got to be smart about it, but everything in business uh, centers around getting a positive result. I mean, it's, it just does. So I think you bring up a good point about results. It's about the individual setting aside an individual needs and focus on what's best for the team. So share a little sports story. It's from last night. Young sophomore gets an opportunity to go to bat. We got a runner on third. It's 0-0 in the game. The, uh, the young man hits a ball right to the shortstop and results in a double play. He was very discouraged with himself because all he had to do is get the guy in from third. What he didn't realize is that hit drove the winning run in from third base. And it wasn't until the coach looked at him and said, you did your job for the team. Thank you. Did he realize how important just putting the bat on the ball at that moment in the time, even though the result was two outs, the winning run was scored. And I think you need to realize in life that sometimes you're going to do things that are good for the team, but aren't what you expected of yourself. Right. Well, and that's, and the results matter. Oh man, results matter. And I tell you what, you know, we, we talk about this all the time and you and I both, we have to battle getting frustrated because we so, so, so firmly believe in what's right for the team in all things that it, it just, it drives us a little bit bonkers when, when folks aren't as concerned about that. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you, you can have, you know, we, we had an experience with a client that, um, you know, an individual was having great individual success. The problem was is that individual was also killing the company because they were more concerned about their own personal success than they were the health of the company. And that's about as 
that's about as short-sighted of thinking as you can have in the business world. I mean, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do any, it doesn't matter how good you are if your company has to go out of business. And so, you know, you've got to really put other people first, you know, it goes back to being sincere and caring about everybody and, and, and really wanting what's best for your teammates. Um, you know, you and I both grew up being athletes. And then when those days were over, we were both had an opportunity to be leaders in the military. And then when those days were over, we both had opportunity to be leaders in business organizations. And I can tell you all three are very similar. I mean, it's, it's, it's all foundational. It's the same stuff, right? It all begins with, with caring about the other people that you're, um, that you're competing with, whether you're competing in business or an athletic endeavor, or you're out on the battlefield, you, you know, you got to love the people you're with and you gotta, you gotta work through struggles. You gotta work through conflict. You gotta have, you, know, you gotta have commitment. You gotta be accountable to one another. You obviously got to get results and all that starts with trust. So in a nutshell, you know, the five behaviors of a cohesive team are simple, but they're not easy to execute on because human beings are involved. And that's why the disc is so imperative, in my opinion, Dave, and understanding the disc process is so imperative to a healthy organization because you can't get all those things. You can't, you can't hit all five of those, of those behaviors of a cohesive team. Um, if you don't know how to communicate with each other, it all begins with that. Well, you nailed it there. We, uh, we, know, we know what it takes to build a team. We've been on many teams. We've been on winning teams and losing teams. And I think I learned yeah. more from the losing teams I was on than the winning teams yeah. Yeah. about how to lead and how to, how to set aside your personal needs and desires to, to sacrifice yourself for the greater good. Um, if you're a company out there and you're struggling with these challenges, let us know. Uh, we yeah. would love to work with you and help you out. But more importantly, focus on these five elements of the pyramid, realizing that they all are founded in trust first and build that trust-centered organization. And there is no doubt you will be successful. So with that, in this episode of Bold Leadership, the five behaviors of a cohesive team, we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review. 